Yeah, the Jaguars laid an egg tonight, y'all. They got beat at home by a backup quarterback on a night that was supposed to be really, really special. I'm going to tell you guys all about that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for joining me, Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, where it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Make sure you tap in on that YouTube page, hit the like button, subscribe, and then hit the bell so you receive notifications each and every time we drop an episode. And also when you're riding in your car or sitting at work, whatever whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, make sure you tap into that source every single day so you don't miss an episode today's podcast is sponsored by game time game time is the truth man when it comes to getting tickets make sure you download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed um shout out to the everydayers too for joining us uh I know uh, today is not the greatest day in in your Jaguars watching uh, career, but we're here, right? It's early, 1.30 in the morning, and I am not alone. I am having me a cocktail, and uh, I needed it to knock the edge off of what I just saw on my first foray back to uh, the stadium to watch this team since September. All of the buildup, all of the podcasts, all of the talk about being the number one seed if they win the game and the Jacksonville Jaguars did what they have done to the fans for so long, they disappointed and they didn't deliver with a backup quarterback from the Cincinnati Bengals. And I got my little roster here because uh, I I would keep forgetting that guy's name because I thought that I was looking at Joe Burrow. I ain't going to lie to you. I thought that's how I was. That's the respect that the defense gave. Uh, quarterback Jake Browning, who really hadn't played in eight years and went out there and he looked like a superhero leading the Cincinnati Bengals to a 34-31 victory. Now, uh, Murphy's Law says whatever can go wrong will go wrong. That's exactly what happened to the Jacksonville Jaguars. All this talk, we kept worried about what was wrong with the offense. And for all of the talk about Press Taylor or whatever, now the talk switches to defensive coordinator Mike Caldwell. Um, I don't know what the hell they were doing on defense. I don't know why guys were so open. It doesn't seem like they were doing anything extraordinary. It just seems like the Jaguars had zero answers, ran a vanilla defense, didn't know what – the people weren't triggering. And it all leads me back to thinking this outside of Josh Allen and somewhat Trayvon Walker for Lacan, And I'm going to give a little bit of grace to Andre Cisco because he's battled some injuries. They are just not elite. They are not top heavy, top heavy enough to win, especially when you watch when they, and, I, and this is what, the, when they lost to the 49ers, I went 
full ballistic on Trent Balky, and then they started winning again. And I did not forget that I did that. And the reason why I did not forget that I did that because I was waiting for the moment that they played another team that's used to winning. Even even a team that's used to winning without their quarterback, uh, playing without their quarterback. The Jaguars just don't. It appears that they go out and I always hear Doug talking about we got to put guys in the right spot. See, if 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 you got to focus on putting guys in the right spot, that means you don't know who you are. It should be self-explanatory what the right spot is for these people and these players. I just don't get it. And I don't understand how on a night like tonight when, I mean, they have yelled Duval and, and they have ingratiated themselves in the community and they have said the right things and talked about culture and all of this. I know a whole bunch of fans that would go back to having an honorary cornerback overtaking guys that they, and I've warned people against this in the past and, and, and folks that listen to this podcast know this. You can have guys that you like all day. I got family members and friends that I like, but if I'm going to a fight at a bar, I'll leave their butt at home. I take somebody, I call that friend I ain't talked to in a couple of years. I say, hey, we got some business to take care of. And we'll go handle our business if I was still a fighter. But it, this this whole love fest with certain people and, and personalities, all it does is get you a bunch of heartache, man. They need talent. They need dogs, dogs that bite. And sometimes they might bite you. And sometimes they might bite a media member and say the wrong thing. And they might come in today and have a little twitch in their eye or something. And they ain't quite right. But this is a gladiator sport. I don't want a team full of dudes. I want to marry my daughter. I want a dude. And when I turn my back, he might hit me in my head because that's what everybody else has. They have dogs. These good teams that we saw play Sunday, it wasn't like a bye week because we were still invested in the league. A bye week, you kind of, my team ain't playing, you know, it's boring. But when your team plays on Monday, you do look at the league a little bit different. I watched these teams, these teams that played good on good football yesterday. And the Jaguars just have something in their DNA. Now, we can say this as a family. If somebody else says this about us, we'll come after them. There's a little bit of right in a lot of people that criticize this team. And I know all of us feel a little bit like a fool for standing here arguing at people and wanting to tell people to pull up and drop it on the floor and put it on the floor. And we're going to show what time it is talking about our team. Don't talk about our team. Wait a minute. Some of them are right. They do have some stuff that ain't right. And this is what you get for signing people. See, in the NFL, once you sign someone, and you allocate certain funds to those positions and those players, you stuck with them. Brandon Sheriff is one of them. There's no way I see him doing some of the stuff out there that he needs to do. And I had people in Washington, they told me this was going to happen. Ah, dog, it ain't all of that former pro bowler and top five pick. It ain't what you think it is. And they're right. I raved about Roy Robinson Harris yesterday. Same thing. Same thing. Devin Lloyd, I gave him credit for being an improved player. He like he wasn't like he he like he had two left feet tonight. Those guys in the secondary, Tyson Camp, uh, Tyson Campbell. Look, I know everybody thinks when they didn't list him as one of the top ten or top fifteen young corners in the league, people got mad. He's not. He's not. You want to know what a number one receiver looks like? He doesn't look like Calvin Ridley. You know who he looks like? He looks like Jamar Chase. 
That's who he looks like. And that's what it looks like. When you need a yard, he'll get you to. I don't know what it is about this Kyle Shanahan system that makes the Jaguars struggle, but I'm a little bit sick of the three, four that has your pass rushers falling back into the flat. And uh, I'm a little sick of that. And then you go into a four, three and a four man front nickel situations and all of this stuff. And I know Doug Peterson earlier this year when he talked about, uh, I think it was uh, maybe the chiefs or it could have been, it could have been the chiefs could have been the Texans. And he said, yeah, they would kind of run that old four, three. I want to go back to the 4-3. That old 4-3 that turns into a 4-2-5 when they're in nickel. Simplify it and just get better players. Trent Baalke, you are on notice. All of that drafting and developing stuff, when you thought this team was ready, you had 13 picks in that draft and nobody wanted to trade any of them. Yet, Why would you amass all of those picks in a draft that everyone says is a down draft? Why would you do that? And now you can't get rid of them. You couldn't. You couldn't pay anybody to take those picks from you in day two and day three. They're not getting anything out of those picks. Britain Strange, uh, none of them. And people say you don't write drafts off too early. Uh, no, you don't write them off too early, but when you're a draft and develop team, you better get some production. Look around the league and see the guys that got production out of their draft picks. The Chiefs fixed their entire offensive line in one offseason. Found a running back and two defensive backs and a pass rusher. Why can't the Jaguars do that? And the reason why I'm so upset, because I don't see light at the end of the tunnel this year. And oh, by the way, did I even mention this? And this is what we're going to mention in a second. Trevor Lawrence got banged up. You know why he got banged up? Because of insufficient play in front of him. His own man backed up and stepped on his ankle. Come on, man. We got to do better. We got to do better. Either we're going to do better or we're just going to stop trying to tell people that they're wrong when they say the Jaguars are deficient. They are deficient. They're super deficient. And the only people that seem like they don't know it is them and us when we take up for them. No more. The gloves are off. And I'll tell you right now, we're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence. We'll go over the numbers a little bit in segment two and talk about how these trenches stink, and then get into the fact that they're not elite enough and not top-heavy enough, and what on earth are we going to do about it? Because i tell you what I ain't going to do. I ain't going to argue with nobody no more that tells me the Jaguars are not as good as I think they are. We'll do more here in segment number two on Locked on Jaguars. First, I have to let you know about today's sponsor, which is Game Time, right? You can go to gametime.co or or download the Game Time app. And I tell you what it's for, it's for you to get tickets, last-minute tickets. When you've been procrastinating, and usually you get criticized for that procrastination, but last-minute tickets and flash deals and zone deals, that's the specialty of Game Time. Don't feel that you're making your lack of planning somebody else's emergency. Game Time loves that. Go ahead and make it their emergency because they're going to give you some hot deals right up to the start of the event. All you got to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. I'll say it again. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Thank you for joining me here on segment two of Locked on Jaguars. I see y'all in the comment section. I'm going to tell you what your boy's doing. Your boy's having him a cocktail at 1.40 in the morning. 
and I basically cut drinking back, but I wasn't on my medication tonight uh, that I'm not supposed to have alcohol with uh, because I had to drive. So therefore I'm having me a cocktail because the Jaguars have absolutely made me turn into somebody that absolutely needs a drink. And you know why I feel that way is because we, we as fans, now I'm going to tell you something, Doug Peterson, I heard him. He sounds, he sounds sick to his stomach. Doug Peterson basically said, I heard him when he was talking to Bucky Brooks in the car on the way home. Doug Peterson basically said, Hey man, I ain't, we play. I'm, it sounded like he was just disappointed. He's, it's almost like the way he described it, and I'm just going to paraphrase it in my own uh, sort of terms. The way that he was describing the way that he felt was like, I actually saw something that I didn't expect that I've never seen before. I remember when Patrick Young was asking that kid on the bench, why would you take that shot? I've never seen you do that before. Why did you do that? That's exactly what we saw here tonight. I'm talking about missed tackles. The injuries, the ones that you can't prevent, are like the first play of the game when Christian Kirk hurt his groin. That hurt. Um, I know it hurts because I heard a groin before, but I mean it hurt the team. That's not his fault. Other guys getting banged up with, with injuries while they're trying to make plays, that's not their fault. But all those missed tackles, I raved about the Jaguars being able to tackle in the open field. Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase, even though they're very physical and really good football players, must have been covered in hog slopping grease because these dudes could not grab them. They couldn't grab them. They have them short of the first down, and all of a sudden the dudes buck their legs and then bang, they get the first down. They were nowhere near the receiver sometimes. On like third and three or third and four, and they're playing five yards off. The guy just goes up, turns around, boom, ball hits him right in just hit him right in the stomach let me go through some of these stats real quick i told you i was going to go by the numbers really fast jake browning jake browning and this comes on the heels by the way of the college football playoffs saying that a team can't get can't just making you think that a team can't improve in a month with a backup quarterback. Jake Browning looked lost the first couple of games he played. Uh, well, yesterday he's 30 today, 32 for 37, 354 yards and a touchdown. He also scrambled two times for 22 yards, right? The Jags definitely had some missed opportunities. They had some missed opportunities on their own. Joe Mixon, 19 carries for 68 yards for two touchdowns, but it seemed like, he had more yards than that. Young Chase Brown, nine rushes for 61 yards. Jamar Chase, 11 catches, 149 yards, and a long touchdown. It just seems like every single thing the Jaguars tried to do, they had an answer for it. The Jaguars got to a point where Doug Peterson knew they couldn't stop him. Now, they had some, some errors. On the play, Trevor got hurt. The very next play, they go to kick a field goal, and Brandon McManus, who's pretty much been automatic, missed one. It wasn't even 50 yards. That was the difference in the game because they ended up tying the game and going into overtime and losing it when they couldn't matriculate the ball down the field. They actually got to midfield, and then they lost yards. They actually lost yards. That's after C.J. Beathard came into the game. Now, I know statistically C.J. Beathard stuff – it's probably not going to be that bad. Let me tell you what Trevor did. 22 for 29, 258, and two touchdowns. C.J. Beathard was 9 out of 10 for 63 yards. Not bad. 
I wonder, you know, Travis Etienne was taken off the injury report. Something must be wrong with him. He had 11, um, he had 11 carries, and then he also um, had four catches for 34 yards. Uh, Evan Ingram, nine, nine catches, 82 yards. Zay Jones, five for 78. A lot of guys, Parker Washington did have a really good game. Parker Washington had a touchdown with six catches for 61 yards in short notice. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. But too too many times and too often these drives were stopped because of a penalty. These drives were stopped because they're being put in long down and distance situations. The momentum just wasn't there. They scored early, got the ball back after uh, they stopped Cincinnati, went down and scored early, got the ball back again at around midfield or, or very, very close to it, and, and then they, they sputtered. They sputtered. Gave up points before the half, came out in the second half, uh, got the ball, went three and out. The Bengals went two plays and went right back into the end zone. It's almost like they just can't get out of their own way. They just cannot get out of their own way. And it is it is totally, totally, totally disappointing. It really, really is. All right, third segment, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through some of these comments. And I know you guys, the ones that are hanging here with me at 145 in the morning, I know you're upset. And uh, one thing I can't do, I can't lie to you. The Jaguars got some major, major, major trouble. They got some stuff that um, that can't be fixed right now. I'll tell you what, though. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Going to talk a little bit more about Trevor Lawrence, what I've heard about his um, his injury. It's premature. We'll talk about that and how they're not, a, not elite enough and what on earth this team can do about it. We'll do all that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. Today's show is sponsored by Jace Medical. I'll tell you, man, Jace Medical offers something that we all need. We may not know everything that we will need during an emergency, natural disasters, storm season, especially here in Florida. I can't imagine feeling helpless if a storm comes and I can't get to the pharmacy to get my medicine that I need. That's why antibiotics that you need, things that you need to keep yourself healthy, you can have what's called a Jace case. And the Jace case is you'll always have them in case of an emergency where you don't have to deal with worrying about getting them. All kinds of bacterial illnesses include UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among other things. This stuff could help any of us. It's never been more important than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. I'll say it again. Go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your first order. Third and final segment here on Locked on Jaguars. I wish it was a victory, but it isn't. It's a loss, and to add insult to injury, Trevor Lawrence has an injury, right? Left writhing in pain, threw his helmet, and discussed he knew it was over for him for the night. 
and um, walked to the bench with some help, walked up the the um, the tunnel, walked through the hallway. A lot has been made about whether or not he should have been on a cart. I don't know. I ain't no doctor. But all I'm going to tell you is I was really, really concerned that he was going to be gone for the year. Apparently, he was on crutches and a boot in the locker room, um, which would indicate that they probably did an X-ray. And they, if they didn't find a break, they said that they'll do more on an MRI tomorrow. Uh, looks like a sprain, um, according to the Twitter doctors or doctors that are on Twitter. They can, you know, they, it's hard for them to diagnose things. But I guess what they did was say, in their opinion, that it was probably it would probably be something that he'll miss a little bit of time. Um, when Doug Peterson spoke to Bucky Brooks, the thing that Doug Peterson said was, "Hey, we're going to have to build a game plan for CJ and get him going." And um, we'll just have to see, man. But they're not elite enough to. I don't know if it's all talent or if it's some Mike Caldwell or if they're calling plays because of the talent deficiencies on offense and defense. But whatever it is, it's not working. And all of this, we're going to – we got our team, we got our guys. Well, no, you don't. You got your team and you got your guys if you want to beat mediocre teams or beat bad teams. You do not have the kind of people that are going to beat elite teams. And I don't see that trajectory of development outside of Trevor Lawrence, uh, Josh Allen, Walker, uh, ETN, I see good players. And I'm gonna this is gonna be controversial a little bit, but I don't care. I'm gonna find out if they don't, I think it's something if they don't re-sign Calvin Ridley, they give up a third and a fourth. I'll just go ahead and chalk it up right now and give it to him. I'm not giving Calvin Ridley a whole bunch of money and giving up a second round pick. He's not a number one receiver. I I, I was fooled, and I'm sorry that I that I, I ain't gonna say I lied to you, but I'm sorry, y'all, that I told you that. It's something about I don't know what it is, man. Trevor dropped the ball through it, and he had a catchable pass, and he didn't catch it. Zay Jones dropped one early, but the one he dropped did get tipped. I saw that in slope, but he still probably should have caught it because it's his hand. Jamar Chase finds a way to catch those balls, right? You get in free agency, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. For me, some of those guys that I thought they were going to re-sign, I wouldn't. I go ahead and tell Ezra Cleveland, look, I whisper in his ear, I'm going to give you sheriff's money as soon as he gets out of here, so I want you to stay. That's one thing I'll do. Uh, Cam Robinson, if I'm the Jaguars, I don't let Cam Robinson go anywhere because I'm telling you, Walker Little needs to be a swing tackle. I guarded everybody by falling in love and telling me that Walker Little was this Swiss Army knife. That was a, you, you can't play guard very well, and you're not good enough to play left tackle and protect Trevor and keep Trevor Lawrence upright and keep him from being banged up. And I don't trust you to do it. He's a swing guy. Ain't nobody going to re-sign Walker Little. You're one, way, you're one year from having to re-sign him. You really going to do that? The Jaguars need two starters on the offensive line, maybe three, because Luke Fortner, my grandson might be stronger than Luke Fortner. I don't care how much of a technician he is. This is a different league. You better get some people that know how to move folks or they know how to keep from being moved, especially when you want Trevor Lawrence to be uh, all that he can be. But, yeah, I might look in free agency, believe it or not, I might look at Mike Evans. T. Higgins might cost too much. Mike Evans might be a little bit less, but he's going to be a free agent. And I know he's probably 30-some-odd years old, but all he does is catch contested balls and get open, and he's a big threat. And, and the, the fact that I'm sitting here 
talking about free agency in the draft when the Jaguars are still first in their division, it tells you. Because I said a long time ago that what I was going to do is change my thinking from just accepting a little bit of progress. No, what I want is I'm going to start measuring this team against the better teams. If, if the Jaguars made it to the top four in the AFC last year and were considered one of the top eight teams coming into this year, then you have to start changing your target. You have to start changing who you're looking for and who you're trying to check for. And right now they just don't have, they just don't have enough top heavy guys. You go watch the 49ers and those teams play and the Eagles and, and you're like, you, are you beating Miami? You're going to beat the Dolphins. They better get ready for Cleveland. They got to play Cleveland, who has a great defense. They got to play him with a backup. The advantage that we had over Cleveland, uh, we thought, is because the Cleveland had a backup. They're just not good enough. I'm not sure about the defensive coordinator. I'm not sure about – I am sure that they don't have enough talent. I I, 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 I really believe they need to move on from Trent Baalke. I really do. If you're talking about bringing back Gardner Minshew here, I'm not even going to pay attention to it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. Somebody says, bye-bye, Calvin Ridley. I give up a second as a draft class for him. That's it. Later. See you later. Somebody said I'm crazy, but I'll – Ray, you talking about I'll give Trevor Lawrence $200 million. You damn right I'll give Trevor Lawrence $200 million. And if you don't, then I ain't going to even argue with you. You ain't going to change my mind. I'm telling you. You just – you know, Trevor Lawrence isn't a problem. Mike Caldwell, uh, everybody wants Mike Caldwell out of here. I see that. Um Gareth Bell says, if Trevor stays on the field, we win. Defense wasn't there tonight. Too many chump plays, offensive line a mess. Yeah, but see, that's what happens. That's what happens. Trevor Lawrence wasn't on the field because the offensive line was a mess. You see how it works? And that's the problem. They're not. They're just not going to beat these good teams. You want to pad your record and, and pat yourself on the back because you beat the Houston Texans in a close game and do all of that, that's fine. But I'm looking for bigger fish. I am just, I am just looking for – bigger fish and i think y'all should do the same they're just not good enough they're not elite enough and the things that they need you are not going to be able to find them in free agency i mean in, in until free agency in the draft and you have to wonder you have to wonder how much they're going to really really invest in free agency all right man make sure y'all tune in to locked on jaguars uh on tomorrow Oh, this is tomorrow. So this is tomorrow already. Tune in to Locked On Jaguars, where it's your team every day, where we always thank you for making us your first listen. Until then, I'm sorry, 34-31, but we're going to have to start changing the things that we're looking for here down the stretch with the Jacksonville Jaguars and hope that they can at least give you a little bit of a good ride and you can enjoy a little bit of this stuff. But now, Right now, the reality is saying that this team is just not good enough to compete with the big boys, and they're not good enough to capitalize on big moments. We'll see if it changes in the future, but for now, I don't think it does. Until then, man, we'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguar.